to another episode of the Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host, a very good friend, is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hello, Chris. You're literally the last person I expected to be on this call in this podcast of ours. Nice <laughs> to speak to you. Not spoke to you for, oh, a few hours, Dave. He's it's fucking marvellous. Totally not set up and planned at all. <laughs> I, I just didn't expect it. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, Dave, we are talking not about Love Island, but we're talking about Bachelorette, my friend. So where do you want to start? Well, I've got in my notes here, I want to start with Thomas the Douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, Christ. Sorry. Hopefully I didn't <laughs> blow your ears out there. <laughs> oh, it's all right. So, I mean, the running theme of this episode is really that all the guys are digging out Thomas, discussing about how they're suspicious of Thomas, and you get, you know, Courtney, he doesn't trust him. You've got Christian talking to Trey about him. I mean, this is... This is drama from the guys here, isn't it? And they're all, you know, corroborating their stories about how he's manipulative. And so, you know, that plays all the way through the episode, really. But um, I, I guess, I mean, what, what have you got to say about Thomas the douchebag, Chris? Well, Dave, I think I'm going to go bad cop on this one because I don't think he's done anything wrong, right? I think he's tried a different tactic for The Bachelor and Bachelorette. It's not worked. All these other fake fuckers who are on the show, who are as fake as Thomas, not one person is in there sincerely for yeah. fucking uh, Katie. I don't care what they say. I, I actually have a bit of respect for him that he actually said, yeah, I did come in for The Bachelor because ultimately the reason that everyone's slagging Thomas off is uh, Thomas Sauce. Thomas off is because the same reason that Blake's fucking appeared from nowhere out the fucking woodwork, the fucking deadbeat. It's nonsense. I, honestly, I don't feel as bad about Thomas as, as what all these idiots do. And I will tell you what, Dave, between Trey, Aaron, and I give Andrew S for me, come out of it the strongest in this episode because mm. Trey was just a moaning fucker the whole way through. And he, like he was, he was basically doing what Aaron did on the last episode, the knight in shining armor, the man to rescue Katie. And Andrew was right when he said, I'm sorry, she's a grown woman. Get over it. She's dealing with it. What's your fucking problem? If Thomas is a bell end and, you know, we know what, we'll talk about what happens at the end. It's like, why are you, you're just being self-righteous for nothing, Trey. And I'll tell you what, Trey, when they say to you, would you like to be the bachelor on the next series? Are you going to say no? Are you fuck? So what a bunch of hypocrites these wankers are, Dave. I'm sorry, they are, a lot of them. So I think you think that I'm going to go against you there just because, I've again, how I've written up my notes. I've put there Thomas the douchebag because that's the edit that he's got. Yeah. So yeah. Basically, that's what the producers are telling us. But I'm, I'm kind of with you in that... It, the problem he has is he's uttered the words. He's he's put on the spot. He's asked the question, have you entertained the idea of being The Bachelor? Yes. Like all of you other see next Tuesdays, I yeah. have fleetingly thought about that. I didn't answer the question, did you solely come on for this? You know, I, I, you don't know what's going to happen there. The problem is he's uttered the words He's called out this ridiculous game for what it is. 
or not called it out rather, he's admitted, you know, what his actual intentions were coming into it. And everyone else is like, well, I never, oh, I have never thought about being The Bachelor, yeah. including this very moment now. I'm not thinking about me being The Bachelor. <laughs> it's fucking bollocks, Chris. And the whole setup of this franchise invites exactly that. Exactly. Because you exactly. get all these fucking fake celebrities set up and they just keep coming back, you know, season after fucking season. And it is this whole incestuous thing. So to be the next Bachelor, you've got to have been on a previous Bachelorette season. The reverse is true as well, a Bachelorette. You know, Katie is calling out Thomas there. Oh, I can't believe it. You, you, uh, you know, you think you've come here and you're thinking about being the bachelor. I mean, it's not as if I went on the bachelor and became the bachelorette. Out, it's fucking outrageous that you would even think that. <laughs> exactly. They <laughs> brilliant. Nonsense, isn't it? Brilliant. That's so, you know what? That is perfect. Fucking Katie of all, she's a hypocrite as well. You're so right. I'm so glad you, you, you mentioned that because I've not picked up on that. She fucked off Matt James. Not interested. See you later, Felicia. She was out the door. As soon as she got a whiff of hosting her own show to feather her career, she did the same. All Thomas did was admit to someone, and he shouldn't have said a fucking word because everyone who's on that show is looking at each other, and they're all going, fuck me, don't ask me if I'm doing it because I want to be The Bachelor because they're all the fucking same. This fucking incestuous, ridiculous show that we love He's all absolutely <laughs> a bunch of hypocrites. Let's be honest. And I have to say, I do love this, you know, this particular episode, the drama of it or the nonsense drama. But also, like you say, they are all stinking to high heaven of hypocrisy as well. And and that's the thing. Ultimately, if you're a good fucking liar, Chris, and you come on to this and you can convince everyone you are there for the right reasons, you are there for love, Chris. <laughs> I, I just think... I just think that those are the ones who get the furthest. And if they can pander to the producers, you know, and be good on screen and, and uh, praise the process, this, this process, it's all virtuous and it is great. Trust the process. You are in line to be on a future season. So it, yeah. it's just, they fucking invite it themselves. And, and it's just, yeah, it, it's funny to watch though. <laughs> oh, brilliant. He's brilliant to watch. It's just how self-righteous and bullshit that all these people are that gets me. And Dave, I know you, I mean, I've, I've got called out a little bit, a little bit of a laugh for my reality radar, but I think your bullshit meter <laughs> was perfect today because fucking Greg sneaks in there with this, all this fake drama about Thomas. And Katie says the typical, I'm not committing, but I'm going to do enough just so you think it. And the audience think I'm interested. She's not actor, Greg. I think I'm falling for you. No, you're not, Katie. It's bullshit. And then we get a fucking um, Austin. He's on the scene now. He's like, and he said the famous, my journey up to this point, Dave, and it's all about you. And like, oh, fuck off, you absolute fake fuckers. And that's why I'm giving Thomas and even Carl, who was a dick last week and just completely fucked himself up. They've both tried different tactics to shake up this series, whether it's good or bad. And I think Carl was a complete dick in my opinion, but I don't think I've not seen enough from Thomas to actually say 
he's a cock. He's just been as honest as whatever. He's been as honest as everyone else has been dishonest on this show. It's it, oh, it's ridiculous, day. But I fucking love it. I absolutely <laughs> yeah. love it. You know what? I kind of miss Carl because I, I think you know if Carl farted in an elevator, I reckon he'd be like, "Hey guys, that's on me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've all done that. Day with, for the... with, uh, you, you obviously you can't see me now, but I've got my hand up as I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think I do think Thomas was very slick. You know, he, he comes across so you can believe that, you know, he manipulates situations. But, you know, again, one person's manipulation is another person's salesperson. You know, it, it just <sighs> depends how you're looking at it and, and yeah. how you want to perceive that, you know, his behavior is. So, yeah, he did get royally stitched up. And I appreciated Andrew S. I mean, it, <sighs> You could see both sides of the argument, couldn't you? It's like, yeah, well, we of course know this thing, and, and we think he's he's come on here specifically to be the bachelor because none of us have, have we? You know, all of us are, are here for the right reasons. Um, and Andrew S was the only one, and everyone was kind of arguing against him. He was the only one saying, She's a grown fucking woman, you know, let her fucking figure this out for herself. You know, you've started yeah. off with 30 blokes here and you're just creating the drama and you're going to spend your time, that precious time you have with Katie, throwing someone else under the bus. The flip side to it is, again, Katie's gone for it, hook, line and sinker, gave Trey the rose from the group date. I don't agree with that, Dave. Andrew S was the man for me, Dave. Andrew S, I agree. Yeah. I think he was absolutely... Because at the end of the day... This show as well, and especially with what's been going on in the world in the last few years, is about empowerment, about people, you know, not not going to stereotypes. Why does Katie need all these fucking knights in shine of armors? Do they think that act works with her? No, she can see for herself. She's strong-minded. She, she'll give back as good as she gets. I don't get it. They seem to want to. They want to protect someone who will dump them in a fucking heartbeat if if it's not working for her. So why? <laughs> Why would just to be bothered? Andrew S was being as he was being as honest as Thomas, and I, I swear to God, Dave, I don't agree with Trey getting the finger because he's he was doing what Aaron had done, as I said earlier. It's that fake knight in shining armor bollocks, and and he didn't deserve that. However, Katie was distraught, Dave, and she gets a knock at the door, and I'm going to replicate the knock. It's. I don't believe it. It's the last person in the world I would have thought of. What? One of the fucking presenters, Taisha. And we get the camera angle again, like Claire's season, uh, Taisha's season with her dad. Thomas is, oh no, sorry, Taisha's first, sorry. Taisha comes in and he's just like, are you okay? And, and then Katie's done up to the nines, Dave. She's not in a fucking yeah, pop the builder yeah. pajamas or anything. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? A fucking uh, Pingu or fucking Mickey Mouse pajamas. She's done up to the nines and she's like, yeah, I'm okay. And they're talking utter shit. And I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake. This is just bullshit. <laughs> you know, though, I said, oh, someone from my past. I, Chris, oh, I, I rarely, I can not really remember any good conversations with Tasha and Blake, you know, and, and she, she's like, it's like, well, from my past. And then the whole conversation is about, well, or you can see Katie's a bit worried, you know, is he bachelor hopping? And it's like, guys, you, you're omitting Claire's part in that season as well. 
because it wasn't really Tasha's season, was it? You know, she no. just turned up halfway through. So, I, I, but again, you know, someone from my past, it just rubbed me the wrong way for some reason. That, but you know, she has a she has a conversation. But but Katie had said when she turned up, she's literally the last person I expected to see. And I was thinking, <laughs> I think I could rattle off like I don't know a few thousand people in the world that would be, you'd expect to see less. I mean, she's the fucking co-presenter on this program. So why wouldn't you expect to knock on the door from her? I mean, maybe Ted Bundy, uh, you know, uh, maybe Joe Biden. You know, these are all people who you wouldn't expect at the door. But Tasha, I think that's, you know, there's a high chance if there's a knock on the door, it's going to be her, isn't it? Oh, Dave. And you know what, El? And you're right. And Dave, though, you know, like, if I'm sat there and I was single, you know, and I wasn't with Sam and that, I'm watching telly and I think, you know what? There's Margot Robbie. Or there's, I don't know, uh, fuck it, I can't even think of another name, but there's Margot Robbie, say. You know, I like, like Margot Robbie. I've always Jennifer watched, Aniston. If Jennifer Aniston, probably, like, yeah. Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer Anderson always have been a bit of Rachel's, one of my favourites. So you think, yeah, okay, um, I want to go out with her, Dave. I really want to go out with her. You know, she, she's within reach. I want to go out with her. So what you do is you go on a reality show to get the date, Dave, because that's so realistic. I mean, Blake can pull the strings. Why is he pulling the strings? Because he's probably got the same agent. Why is he doing that? Because it's fucking fake yet again. Blake is a bellend, Dave. An absolutely bellend. He doesn't deserve to be on this fucking series. And I can I can see it so transmutation hardly knew Blake, like you've just said, yeah. from my past. It's not like they were married, engaged, had three kids, and then he's like, my ex-husband <laughs> wants to go out here. She, he was someone who she went on a couple of fake dates with, let's be honest, and now he's front and centre in this show, and I'm just like, oh, God. He could, he could have picked someone with better charisma, I've got to say. Yeah, like I say, I, I just remember him doing like the art date and he just wasn't really asked at all. He was never in the running on Tasha's season. I thought he started quite strong with Claire's season because, you know, he'd read up on Alzheimer's, hadn't he? You know, saying, I'm here for you and blah, blah, blah. Um, but then we're seeing the same thing again. I mean, at the end of the day, surely he could have watched Matt's season. If, if all the things he's saying are true, Right, as soon as she's watching it, she disappeared like halfway, probably even before halfway through the season, didn't she? Blake's had fucking plenty of time to catch up with her off camera. So, yeah. uh, you know, again, I, I'm agreeing with you. But this is not good, this, Chris. We're agreeing on everything. I know. Absolute it... bullshit that is just like turned up halfway through the season. They played this out last season with the girl who came in for Matt for like one episode, despite the fact they built it up for the whole fucking season. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was in and out in one episode, pretty much. So, yeah, it's it's nonsense, isn't it? It was, because I just wanted Geppetto to come on with Blake when he was giving me that fucking cockable You know, I got no strings to hold me down. The old fucking <laughs> lies that he was telling. I'm just like... Okay, mate. Yeah, no problem at all. Yeah, you've, you've got me. I will say that as the episode goes on, and obviously Thomas knocks on a door, and again, we get that fake two-angled cameras, you know, the two cameras, one in the room, yeah, one yeah. outside, but it's not been done again. And 
Katie. I mean, what I find interesting with Katie is she's a strong lady and, and I respect the fact that she'll stand up for herself. But I think now more than ever, she's too polished. This whole, it's, yeah. she's literally gleaming with the amount of stuff. She's so slick. And that could be, that's great. It could be great for a career. She'll make a career out of it because she is very confident. And why, why shouldn't she be confident? I've got no problem with that. But I think the way this played out, it was like children in a playground. They don't like Thomas, so we're going to get rid of him. And he sat talking to her and she asked him and he's like, yeah, I did do that. And, and he come and apologised to the guys and that he was slating him. But I will say, Dave, Dave, I'll tell you who I think is an absolute Patrick Bateman fucking psycho. An absolute nut job, and will definitely you need to keep one eye open. Is Hunter? That man yeah. is on the edge. There's something not right about him, Dave. I'm telling you, there's something mm. complete. He really has got. He looks like he's got a nasty streak. I know we see a bit of a clip for next week, but I am not comfortable with this guy. I think he's really, he really is holding back his rage because he was so offended by Thomas. It, there's got to be stuff. But if, if they're all so offended by him, there has to be something we have not seen because I have not seen anything to justify the way they're reacting. They're reacting stronger to him than they did to Carl. Well, yeah. I, and I think this is where the hypocrisy stinks, isn't it? Because they basically, they've caught him out for like, for admitting that he's entertained the idea of being the bachelor and um oh, it's taisha and i always forget the other one's name what was the other presenter's uh, name caitlin Chris? caitlin she doesn't uh, offer anything dave she's down but she said about three fucking words the whole series so she's not offered well, anything well she did say the the perfect way to not be the bachelor is to talk about being the bachelor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they don't like it to be quite so obvious. Uh, so that was the one thing she she offered this week. Um, so, but it's the fact that they are all in the same boat as him, but they're all like uh, knights in shining armor, like you say. They've oh, I'm here. I'm here for the right reasons, Chris. The fact that we've got twenty odd seasons or, or if you add them all up all the different franchises all the different spin-offs there's hundreds of these seasons chris uh probably uh, <laughs> uh, you know all saying that if you come on to this show you have got particularly this season you've got a one in 30 chance that you're actually going to make it through to the end but if you present yourself well if you can give a good sob story a good account of yourself then you could be selected to go on to maybe The Bachelor, maybe Bachelor in Paradise. All of these things, Chris, can avoid you getting a real job, <laughs> can, can help further your social media career, all of these things. And yeah. it's, it's the fact that, you know, it's almost like Lord of the Flies where, you know, they basically hung Thomas out to dry. And they get really angry with him. And it's like, have a fucking look at yourself. You know, that's that's the problem with it. Um, but I thought Thomas's talk with Katie was was quite convincing. It seemed quite sincere about, look, yes, I've thought about this. And, you know, um, again, whether he was just being a good salesman or whether he was trying to rescue that situation, I, I'm not sure. But, you know, I thought in that situation, he, he did all that he could do to try and rescue it now before we get into the rose ceremony chris i have to say i did quite like the sense of humor date i'm sure they did this 
in the previous Bachelorette season where, you know, you have to go around, do these dares. You know, there's yeah. a carb station. Chris, old Mickey, says he's not eating carbs for, uh, what was it, seven or eight years or something like that, and he's eating the Twinkies. Yeah, it's 5,000 calories, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, it's like, fuck's sake, he's not had any carbs. That, that can't be true. You can't actually survive without no. carbs. No, you can't. Full of bullshit now. But I was like, all right, mate, fair enough. You get carbs yeah, in fruit, yeah. Dave, so it's nonsense. Like vegetables, it's it's everything. Um, so yeah, just but what did you make to Greg's sort of uh pillow talk? You know, where he's whispering in the ear and he's going through the 50 states. Fucking shit, Dave. Well, it <laughs> made like, me go asleep anyway. I was like, what is he going for? He's like, I'm talking New York, Iowa. I, I, he's going through all these states, and I'm like, where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It was not the best at all, Dave. That was ridiculous. I think even Katie called him out. Was like, I don't think that was very good. It was. It was weird. That is not going to turn anybody on, Dave. If anything, it'll make people go to sleep. So I don't <laughs> get that at all. And uh, what do you think your namesake, Christian, uh, oh. giving Trey a bit of a bit of an ass waxing? Well, Dave, at the end of the day, sometimes you've got to do what you've got to do and take the waxing <laughs> back to them. That was minging, wasn't it? That was minging. That's fucking nasty, isn't it? Yeah, it's I don't understand that. Horse pubes. <laughs> oh, no. That wasn't the best at all. Yeah, and what else was there? Uh, I did like, the, you know, the habanero peppers. Um, Even the girls tried them, didn't talk. they? Yeah, when you're trying to actually talk with uh, having eaten one of those, that, that's hard going there, isn't it? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But then from there, Dave, when we do get to the rose ceremony, we get an argument between Aaron and Andrew S. Uh, Trey, I think it was. They were, they were kicking off, weren't they? And it, it, it proper, proper went, the argument. Mm, yeah, and this was all, this had all been built up from before, hadn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I, I will say this. We go through the rose ceremony. Everyone wondering whether Thomas is going to come back. He does come in the room. Hunter looks like he's going to pull out his fucking psychopath's fucking uh, repair kit that he's got there. He's fuming. And then Katie, to be fair, Katie calls him up. And whether we think it's right or wrong, I do personally think she's been done over again because she takes things so literal that when someone's telling her they've not got their own motives behind it, like what happened with Carl and all the other stuff. And, uh, yeah, she so he thinks he's getting a rose there like this is bullshit. And then she bins him off in front of all of them. She's got some bollocks there, Dave, to do that. I'll give her that. That's I've not seen that before. Now, I have not seen it before. And I was trying to work out what actually happened because she, I mean, she's it's fucking uh, quite cruel, really. She's got the last rose. You know, I know that, Chris, because like Tasha came in, <laughs> last rose. Um, she's holding it and then she calls up Thomas. And you can see all the guys' faces. They're like, what the fuck? She's got yeah. to give the last rose to Thomas. Yeah. And then she gives her speech, which is very much like a Claire's uh, speech, isn't it? It's like, I, we, like I, I couldn't be with men like that. Um, and then tells him to fuck off, basically. <laughs> but then. What happened to the final rose? Did someone must have got that rose? 
Well, well, I interpreted it that Blake got it unofficially because she came to his room and it did actually look, Dave, that he was either in the middle of watching some fucking illegal, well, not illegal, but some stuff that you pay for in your hotel room that you don't want to see on your bill. American pie job. I think so. It looked like that. It looked like he was trying to fucking put, put something in the in the band of his pants, Dave. We've all been there. So I think he was watching some sort of, um, you know, adult channels that he shouldn't have been. And he was like, holy shit. And she's like, you've got no clothes on? What's going on here? And he's like, uh, uh, hello? So I've got to say, Chris, I, you know, I used to do quite a lot of, traveling with my job when i get to a hotel room i i love to walk around naked right it's just it is so liberating right but if the door goes the last thing i fucking do is go and answer it and then stick my head around it takes like fucking five seconds to go and grab a towel or grab some pants or something you don't just fucking answer the door naked yeah so yeah more bollocks, more bollocks. But you're right, and I hadn't, th- I hadn't joined those two things up because ultimately, you know, Blake's broken the rules anyway. Does it matter if he gets an actual rose? Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it does. But you're right; he must have got that last rose. So we're made to believe, okay, these sacred roses. There's only so many of them, and they can't possibly, um, you can't possibly invite someone from in in from outside without giving up a rose. I think so. And obviously as the episode finishes, we do get a preview of a bit, it looks like a bit like a cross between dodgeball and maybe rugby or something, but it looks like Hunter's in full psychopath mode. And it looks, I've got a feeling he he takes somebody out bad because somebody looks seriously injured for next week's episode. So, well, it's a see you next Tuesday's trick that, isn't it? Yes. You know, tackle from behind like that, right through the back. It's fucking bang out of order. So I couldn't quite see. They, they've shown this before, though. I, I'm sure they've shown it in, like, episode one, like that clip. So who knows? Is that going to be in next week or is it the week after? Fuck knows. Yeah. But there's obviously a bit more drama. So they got rid of Carl. They got rid of Thomas. Who's the next arsehole? Who's going to be singled out, I wonder? Yeah, exactly. Who do you think, Dave? Just just give a guess, because obviously Thomas has gone. I think that Hunter's going to go for Aaron. I'm, I'm wondering, Blake, you know. Oh, God, I didn't think of that. Yeah, sorry. You know what? You're right. Sorry, you are right. Yeah. Yeah, just for right. being the new guy, and everyone's like, oh, we've put in the fucking effort. You know, we've gone through these rose ceremonies, and you just fucking rock up. You had your chance on two different bachelorettes. Um, yeah, great point. So, yeah, it's, it's probably him, I think. Yeah, I think you're right there. So, Dave, oh, we're rocking away, my friend. We're right in the throes of Love Island, and it's been amazing. So, if you want to contact us, guys, at CD Reality Cast, if you want to email us to cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And also, if you want to support the show, get over to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. And big thanks to our patrons. So, we've got Lucky Lulu Green, Kent Gustafson, we've got the wonderful Lauren, we've got Haley, and we've also got the amazing Hennessy Green. So thank you guys, as always, for supporting us and uh, you know everything that you do, everyone around, all our friends on Facebook as well. And big thanks to Charlene, as always, Dave, because she runs that for us. Chris and Dave's TV reality cast. It's really, really humbling. So thank you. Awesome. Now, Chris, we're done with the reality stuff. It's now time for the weigh-in. It is, Dave. So, <laughs> although I know the answers now. 
what did you come out in at this week? Well, Dave, I have put a pound on, which is my, it's my own fault. I've we basically this is my excuse anyway, Dave. We've got no kitchen. <laughs> the whole of the bottom half of my house has been rebuilt, so we've been living off fakeaways, microwave meals. I'm trying to count the calories. I can't. My kitchen is nearly finished. So this weekend, what are I fakeaways? am fakeaways. Uh, it's like a takeaway, Dave, but sort of a it's fakeaway. Like a but it's a fake away. Okay. Anyway, I'll explain that off 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 camera. Okay, so so okay. Uh, but off day that not that I've got a camera here. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I've put a pound on. So I'm at 233. I am an absolute bell end, and Chris needs to get his act together again, Dave, because I'm not going back the other way. Well, it's all right. So two three three pounds, that's twenty-five percent of your overall target. So even though you back up, and, and I don't think this is like a linear thing, you do see people are like absolutely going for it and it, it you know it's always trending down and the reason i'm saying this chris is because i am also up <laughs> a little <laughs> bit so um i'm 189.2 so um so i'm 27 percent of target so actually we're, we're pretty close to to each other's uh, percentage of target there you're 25 i'm 27 oh that's not too bad then is it we need to go back down dave we need to get our asses in gear I know it's it's not good. I mean, with, with all the football as well. No, there's too many <laughs> excuses in there for us. The alcohol and comes the nibbles. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I need to do a better job this coming week. I think. No, exactly. I'm the same. So, Mr. Horrocks, it's time to go. I want to thank you again. And thanks everybody, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye now. You don't have to go home. But you can't stay here Now you're making me mad You're gonna make me swear Get the fuck out of here Finish up that beer